Welcome back to the CTE Podcast. This is episode one, and today we're interviewing Jeremy Ward and Krista Borowski from the College and Career Readiness Office in Fresno Unified. We're talking about a great number of things and just kind of giving you guys an overview of Fresno Unified's CTE programs. Enjoy the show. Alrighty, welcome to episode one. Today uh, we have uh, an interview that we're going to be doing with uh, Jeremy Ward and Kristen Borowski of Fresno Unified. And uh, I just wanted to touch a little bit about what we're going to do today. We're going to interview them. We're also going to talk a little bit about Fresno Unified CTE, what the vision is for CTE in Fresno, uh, kind of what the present is, what's happening currently, and then also what's uh, in store for the future of CTE in Fresno um, and potentially just kind of how we we view what's going on in our in our district. So. Uh, without further ado, we have Jeremy Ward and Kristen Broski here joining us. If you guys want to say hello and kind of introduce yourselves. Hello. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm Jeremy Ward, and uh, I work within the College and Career Readiness Department for the Fresno Unified School District. Um, and just a little bit about me. I was formerly the principal, uh, proud principal of Duncan Polytechnical High School. Uh, within the Fresno Unified School District, which is a wall-to-wall career pathway CTE-based program. Um, and uh, I was there for about five years and then, or just shy of five years. And prior to that, I was a principal of CompuTech Middle School, um, also in Fresno. Um, and before that, I was a vice principal um, at uh, Sequoia Middle School, and then I, I taught um, within Fresno Unified as well. I actually began my career at Sanger Unified, but transferred over to Fresno Unified at McLean High School teaching biology. And um, I'll just share that I, you know, thinking about the inter- interesting trajectory or path that my own career has taken, um, I think I think that's probably in large part because I've had an opportunity to work in kind of unique positions at unique places. So while, while I was at McLean, I actually was part of a um, small learning community. So in the early 2000s, small learning communities were kind of a big buzz in the educational landscape. The idea was to take large schools and make them smaller by placing kids into these cohorts, um, usually under a theme. And so the theme that I worked in was a program called the Turning Points Academy. We took kids from McLean High School, and we actually taught them at Fresno State during the day. We actually used the facilities there. And the whole idea was to take students that were not necessarily the top performing kids. They were not, you know, say 3.0 to 4.0 GPA. These would be more of like the 1.5 to the 2.9 GPAs. And to give them an experience to help them kind of change their viewpoint about what they could actually do and where they could actually go. And um, so that was like a that was like a really big eye-opening experience for me to, to do something a little unique, a little different. Um, and the, really, the most of the rest of my career has kind of followed after that. So I had an opportunity to be uh, the principal of CompuTech Middle School, which is a magnet program at Fresno Unified. And uh, I had just a tremendous experience there. That's a kind of a science technology themed magnet program. Um, it is a program that has requirements around um, academic performance. So there's high performing students that do go to that school. But I think 
that experience combined with my experience at McLean as well as at Sequoia, it gave me an opportunity just to kind of think about how we could do things a little differently. That education doesn't have to be the same thing for everybody. In fact, the goal maybe is not that it has to be the same thing for everybody, that we can provide options and opportunities for kids. And that certainly is what led me to be attracted to become the principal of Duncan High School. Uh, So I, I am still very much enamored with the idea that kids are able to receive meaningful training in school and experiences that inform the choices and the decisions that they make in addition to great academic training in academic learning. And I believe that's what Duncan High School does very well. And um, I just had a tremendous experience there and it got me even more excited about the world of career technical education. And, um, and I think when it comes down to it, I don't know if I'm getting too early to just kind of share philosophies, Toby, but I'll just share them anyway. No, I think you're good. I think you're good. And just a side note, uh, Jeremy was the principal that hired me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I hired okay. Toby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I remember the first time I met Toby, he was at our school for a career day. And we have a mutual friend. And, and I was looking for, at the time, an instructor in the rehab therapy world, which we're talking physical therapy, speech therapy, occupational therapy. Toby has some practical experience and training in that world. And uh, I learned of this and I sought Toby out and I said, hey, I heard that you uh, you have some experience in this and you know we're interviewing and we kind of formed uh, a relationship from that point forward. And, and it was one of the best, one of the best moves ever made as a matter of fact, so. And for myself as well, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if you, if maybe we can uh, let Kristen kind of get get yeah. her uh, intro going, and then we can just kind of keep going from there, and then we can talk about philosophies here in a little bit. Yep, perfect, perfect. Go for it. So, hello, I am Kristen Borowski. I am the director of Career Technical Education in Fresno Unified School District. Um, and my background, I actually started as a high school English teacher. So, like many people. Um, I actually grew up, I'll say, in an education-heavy, if you will, family. My dad was a special education teacher, then my high school principal. Um, I have siblings that are teachers, administrators in education. Um, I come from a large family, and so many of us ended up moving into education. So we are a multi-generation education family. Um, But it has been a wonderful career. So I taught high school English for Um, 18 years before I started working in administration. And so now I will say um, for the last 15 years, so when you do the math, I am starting year 33 um, in education. And so the last 15 have really been focused around career technical education. And so it has been um, a rewarding journey. Um, And I can't stress that enough. So um, coming from, I'll say, kind of the academic side, if you will, and moving into career technical education, um, I always knew kids needed relevance when I was teaching English. Like, why read Shakespeare? Or why do we have to do this? And so even back when I was teaching English, it really was about finding relevance. And when I had an opportunity to move into career technical education, I quickly jumped into that particular journey and have enjoyed every moment of it. There are moments that are more challenging than others, but um, I completely enjoy the work that we do. Um, I am blessed to be working with a tremendous team, um, talented individuals who are creative, innovative. I have a great leader um, who sits at our helm. Um, Jeremy is on this podcast with us. 
Um, but it has been a rewarding journey. And so definitely look forward to giving you more information about Fresno Unified as we continue. Perfect. Yeah. And I think that that kind of just segues right into the next thing. And you guys both can speak on this of kind of what what is what is Fresno Unified and kind of an a zoomed out look at how how Fresno Unified handles CTE, um, kind of the different demographics of our our district and just kind of give us a little bit of an idea of, of what it looks like, because I know that there's a lot of different districts that do it differently. Yeah, Kristen, do you want to go first or do you want to go? Sure. So I, I will tell you, Toby, that we are unique, right? So we believe in, in Fresno Unified that career technical education starts with our pre-kinder students, our preschool students. So we start in pre-K um, and we have a system in place where we really talk about career technical education throughout our system with even our youngest students. And so that is part of the joy that I find in this work is that we are able to start with our four and five-year-olds and talk about careers. And so we, we start, for example, with our pre-K students um, and um, transitional kinder students about engineering and talk about the engineering process. And we use the language that our high school students use in an intro to engineering design course. Um, and so it, it has been empowering for our students to just learn as a system. And so um, we have grade level experiences, which I think is unique to Fresno Unified, starting with our pre-K um, up through our high school programs. Um, you know, we have 14 high schools that have various CTE programs within them. And so we are a large um, district with many opportunities for students. We have, um, I'll say just under 9,000 students currently enrolled in a CTE program just in our high schools. Um, and so that is just almost 46% of our high school students are currently enrolled in a CTE course in this academic year. Oh, and wow. so regardless- I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, so that's impressive. I didn't know that. It's, it's great. And so it really is about adding value to the educational system that students are in so that they understand the relevance and the opportunities that are afforded to them within Fresno Unified. Um, and then really about bridging the next opportunity, what that looks like when they leave our system. And so really empowering students to be able to self-advocate for themselves and make informed decisions. Because um, many times we find in high school students they don't always know what they want to do or they change their minds. And we see that a lot, even talking to our college partners. Um, so really it is about the skill sets that we give students um, that they're able to move forward and transition to the next steps and understanding that resources are available to them, regardless of where they happen to land within their journey. They know that they can come back and they know how to access resources to help them along their way. So, um, we have just under 60 different pathways and programs um, within Fresno Unified where we have these students enrolled. And so um, happy to talk more about any individual program or answer questions about individual programs, but that really is kind of the bigger kind of broader look. Um, we do have 15 sectors in California and we know we offer courses in every single industry sector that's offered in California. So. And um, that is also probably unique in Fresno Unified in talking to other CTE programs across the state. Um, most land within, especially large school districts, nine to 12 different industry sectors. Um, but we do offer students opportunities across the board. So 
That's very great. proud of that. And, and I had a, a question about that because sure. I think you kind of jumped in also to the vision and, and <laughs> also wanting to know about how how industry and and what we do as as teachers and admin connect mm-hmm. industry to students to our community as well. Like what what's what are some of the things that are going on within that? Because uh, I know what's going on in mine, but I, it, like I said, this is what, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is to bring all those siloed different ideas and kind of have a place where people can talk about them and, and figure out what's going on around uh, Fresno Unified. So, um, so that's a, that's a tremendous question. And one that um, I think we try to consider and even aspire to think about as we're doing our work on a daily basis. And I think a great way to answer that question is what we viewed, what I would refer to as vocational education back in the day, um, versus career technical education now. So there's there's a lot of really quality experiences that people had growing up in vocational education, whether it was an auto shop, um, whether it was some kind of a program that was career themed. Like there was the, the good things that existed in those programs, they still exist today. And the good things were that people learned how, students learned how to work with their hands. They learned how to collaborate with others. They gained sometimes very industry-specific skills, right? I think some of the differences about where career technical education um, aims to aspire to today is that we really do strive to have very deep connections with our local industry partners, with our local community members for a few different reasons. Um, Number one, the pathway programs that we participate in that Kristen was referring to those programs are not just pulled out of thin air. Like we don't just say, hey, this this sounds fun. Let's do that. Or we have somebody come to us and say, you know what would be cool is if you guys created a um, industry that focused on uh, underwater basket weaving or whatever else the case may be. Sometimes you can come up with very fun themed ideas, but they don't necessarily align with what community members need, right? Or what the community even has. Right. And so there's all of these things that we, not only do we that we need to line up to, but we need to work within. And so one of those is, is there local need within our community? Meaning that a student can be trained in a specific area and have the opportunity if he or she chooses to be able to pursue further work, further training, further opportunities in that area, right? Um, That's one of the things we have to ask ourselves. If If that connection does not exist, if we're training students for things of which there's not really employment needs that exist in the community, that's a bit of a mess, all right? That's something that we need to be able to address. Um, and then the second thing is, is that are we working closely with our industry partners, with our community partners, so that the experiences that we're providing our kids, the training that we're providing our kids, how we're even assessing our kids is lined up with what they need to have in the real world, right? And we say that because we know that uh, industry careers actually out in the, you know, away from education, those things change dramatically and usually pretty rapidly. Right? There's very few careers that are the exact same today as they were 10 to 15 years ago. They have changed, the tools have changed, the skills have changed, people have had to learn and grow. So education has to match that. And the only way we can match that in the career technical education world is if we have good industry partners that are coming to advise us, us as schools, us as programs, us as teachers about here's the things that our kids really need to have. So and so, and, and so along those lines, what what's currently happening in Fresno Unified? Like what what's happening present day, like present day with 
with some of those industry partners. I know that we're living in a totally different world right now, but even right now or when things get a little bit more back to normal what, what or right before this all happened, what was happening in Fresno Unified with, with either within our high schools, middle schools, uh, with our community partners or industry partners, what was kind of going on or what's going on right now? Yeah, so some of the basic framework there is that all of our pathway programs at all of our schools, they line up and they participate with an advisory. So oftentimes those are advisory members that they're seeking out and gaining themselves. Sometimes they're done in partnership with the Career Technical Education Office where we say, hey, we have a great partner for you that you may want to uh, develop a relationship with. But um, if I was, uh, for example, if I was referring to the nursing services program at Duncan Polytechnical High School, there's a set of industry advisors that are coming in to help them, not only with their curriculum, uh, not only with their job site placements, just a number of things, right? So that exists all the way down to the very minutia of the program. And then it exists all the way up to the structure of the overall district CT program. So we not only have advisories, which is a group of people, educators and industry community members coming together at the schools, we have them coming together as a broad district too. And so for example, uh, Tara Kitefers, who is our our uh, kind of our business community outreach individual who sets up all these advisories and really is the go-between Fresno Unified and so many businesses locally. She gets just a lot of people involved and they will come in and they'll hear about some of the good work going on at Fresno Unified and they'll find opportunities to become dialed in and connected at individual schools. Or if they choose, they'll just be able to, and they, we have several members that do this too, they'll give advice, suggestions and ideas on how we shape and form and support from a district down to their schools as well. So that that connection is something that not only is like critical for the success of our students, we actually have to prove that our standards require that we are aligning the work that we're doing in our classrooms with what is happening in industry today as well. So Toby, I just wanna give you like one kind of clear example. So yeah, we definitely. do have some of our um, advisory partners and our community members um, we started last year, actually, um, an adopt-a-class model, if you will. And so industry partners were paired, our subcommittee chairs were paired with a particular teacher, and they worked together throughout the year um, and provided information on, to Jeremy's point, industry certifications, curriculum moves that we needed to make, um, certifications, right, et cetera, internship opportunities, um, events going on within the community, so on and so forth. Um, the value of actually working one-on-one -on -one with a business partner, right, um, is tremendous for our teachers. And so we've actually expanded that this year. So despite, right, and I know a lot of people are like scaling back, if you will, because of COVID and being in distance learning, but we really are expanding because we know the value add of our business partners when they work with our teachers directly. So we've actually expanded that into the 2021 school year. And so we have more industry partners working with individual teachers to help form that mentor and teacher relationship. Um, and so they, they work with those students, they work with that teacher to help guide them and just inform and be a thought partner throughout the year. So that's and, and I think, yeah, definitely. And I think that's really important. I mean, and speaking from the teacher standpoint, I, I mean, I just saw that this year, I know that I, I did some research during the summer and then right before, uh, we went on lockdown last year, uh, of, of new ways and new things that we could do in my class. And, uh, I ended up connecting with, with one of my physical therapy, uh, friends and he was talking about certain things and, and I stumbled across a, 
like an online module called uh, the Brooks, the Brook Bush Institute. And I brought it to our career, uh, who's Karen. She's one of our, our coordinators on campus. And we got it done. And now my students are doing it. Right. And, and, and how fast things can change because of what is happening is amazing. Because, I mean, I, things don't, don't change that quickly in education very often. So being able to see that uh, firsthand in, in teaching. And it's now our students are going to be able to get another certification besides the ones that they already had. Um, and that's, that's based off of industry input, not just, Hey, Mr. Garza is saying this is the new thing or whatever. It's, it's based off of, Hey, that if you get this certification, physical therapy offices, occupational therapy offices, chiropractors are going to say, Hey, you're, you're above the rest. So now you can have the internship or even the job while you're in college while you're studying to kind of try to make ends meet or even just to get the experience. And, and I think it's really beneficial that we're doing that. We're moving that forward as well. No, I think it's, you know, in some ways when I think about the role of parents and teachers being similar, you know, many times as parents, we tell our, our own children something and they don't necessarily believe you until they actually hear it from somebody else. And you're like, I've been telling you that for the last 10 years, right? Um, right? But teaching can be the same way, right? So even though they hear it from your teacher, right, a student does, then having a business partner, a community member come in who is currently working in that industry does give a different perspective that I think our, our teachers respect, our students respect, and obviously our community respect. So it's a great point and a great, a great add to our program. Right. And so, and, and to kind of wrap it up, just wanted to learn a little bit more about what, what's, what's coming ahead. What's, what's the future look like for Fresno Unified? I know that Duncan is looking at, at doing some, some new renovations and buildings and things like that, but what, what else is happening around uh, the district with, when it, when it's concerned, when it's CTE uh, that we're working with here? Gotcha. So why don't we start off? We can talk about CT facilities in Fresno Unified, and then um, and then we can just talk about some other general broader ideas. Kristen and I both have a lot of things we could insert there. Um, just a little update on CT facilities. So, you know, if Kristen and I were to describe like our vision and our goal outcome for what we wanted to see with career technical education in Fresno Unified, it is that there is facilities that match those career technical education programs. We know that facilities enhance, they enhance experiences, they provide more experiences and opportunities for students, especially in related to career technical education. Oftentimes you can take a class, I can take a, a class and move them around uh, with some ease, but when it comes to CTE, like there are some industry requirements around making that class work well. So part of our, certainly our goal and our vision, all of us is that there would be CTE facilities that match those programs, those programs, outcomes, the options, the opportunities across the entire district, district-wide, right? There's been some tremendous work that's happened uh, recently. Um, for example, right now, Fresno High School is, they broke ground not too long ago, and they're in the process of building a brand new CT facility that is going to really enhance and build out that program that exists at school. Super exciting stuff. We have builds that are taking place um, at other campuses right now as well. In addition to that, we've applied for grants uh, through the California Department of Education, one of which we've received um, to be able to construct new CTE facilities. And we're still waiting on a couple of those grants, but 
hopefully, if things continue to go well, and if we continue to have the support of our community, our trustees, um, our district leadership, we will be moving down the road that all high schools have those dedicated CT spaces. Interesting to note that every time Fresno Unified, this is a, a you know a bit of a, a shoot off of what we're talking about, but it's important. Every time Fresno Unified attempts to pass a, a bond measure, uh, they do a survey. They do broad community surveys to find out what does the community really value in relation to the educational experiences we're providing our kids. What's most important? And without fail, the last several bond measures that we've passed, career technical education facilities is always the top two or three items selected by the community. Fresno community says we want our kids to be able to have access to these experiences. This is important. It's an important educational element, right? So it's awesome to be able to exist in an environment where that is true. And my guess is that most communities are the exact same way, right? We're not unique in that. Um, so it's great to know that we have this great unique support, not only from our community, but certainly from our, our board, our trustees. We're absolutely behind the idea of kids getting special career themed training. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of a, it's a bit just like a, you might say a beautiful gym or a beautiful football stadium or a beautiful swim complex is, can be kind of like a, a jewel or a theater can be a jewel of a campus. Gosh, a CT facility can be a jewel of a campus too. I mean, it really is. It's it's what draws people when they come walk campuses. They want to see what these things, what these spaces look like. So we're, we're very excited and committed to the idea of continuing down that road so that all of our high school programs have those things. Um, and in addition to that, I think what I would say is we're always looking to be able to deepen and enhance the career technical education experiences that our kids have while at school. Um, and I think that word experience is really closely tied to what Kristen uh, describes as relevancy. CTE is relevancy. It is applied learning, right? We apply what we learn in CTE. And one of the best ways you can do that is not only by learning at the school, it's also by learning outside of the school. So this is something that course you can speak to because your classes participate in it that would be a pretty fascinating podcast actually up in the future <laughs> um, a lot of community members are not aware of the fact that we have literally hundreds of students that are out in the community participating in internships pre-apprenticeships uh, clinical hours in relation to their career pathway programs um, and that is something that we're excited about continuing to explore and develop and the reason why we say that is because we recognize that not all students have that same opportunity to work like generations past in high school. So we have, don't get me wrong, we have kids working in high school, definitely that happens, but um, it's not as easy. It's not that, that high school, that teenage work experience, which was kind of like this iconic American experience for kids growing up, it's not necessarily part of the, of the landscape now. And we believe that providing kids an opportunity to work and function in a actual workspace is part of what helps them to become, as our district says, college and career ready, career ready graduates, right? So we, we believe that that's gonna be a great area for us to kind of deepen, explore, um, try to find more opportunities for kids to be able to have those kind of experiences. And then finally, um, at least for me, and I, I don't want to take all the steam. I want Kristen to be able to share some stuff too. She's like, thanks a lot, Jeremy. Um, we, uh, we're always looking to find measurable and meaningful outcomes for kids in career technical education programs. What I'm referring to is um, many of our pathway programs are already aligned to what I would describe as significant 
industry-based certifications. So you already alluded to one earlier uh, in the conversation. Um, the certifications are as different as the pathways are, right? I mean, there's really unique certifications that exist. We, we, we are striving to find these meaningful and measurable certifications um, for all of our pathway programs. And it's easier for some, it's more difficult for others. But the goal would be that upon graduation, as you kind of described, a student would be able to present to an employer a couple of things. Yeah, I'm a high school graduate, which means that I have skills, you know, broadly speaking, these areas. But I also have kind of another diploma of a different type, and that's this certification, which kind of speaks to another set of skills I have, right? Which just makes me marketable and attractive as a student stepping out into the working world. Gives our kids a leg up, right? So we, we do believe wholeheartedly in the idea of earning those certifications, and we'll be looking to explore, develop, enhance, and produce even more of those in the future. I think uh, speaking along those same lines is talking about how we also are focusing on, and I know in the last couple of years, focusing on like professional organizations. So I know that a lot of our um, like manufacturing side, they do a lot with Skills USA, and then us uh, in the medical side, we deal with HOSA, and so do, doing things with those uh, organizations that that give kind of credibility to what they're doing when they go into college and, and further on into their careers. Also something that I know that they're, that you guys have been focusing on cause I, I've benefited from that. So, which is great. And Kristen, I know that you, you, you had something you were <laughs> looking to say. <laughs> Jeremy stole all my thunder. No, um, <laughs> but I do think to your point, um, Toby, that it is about networking, right. And networking differently because if, if anything, these last seven months have taught us is that ways of old don't work right now. And so um, being able to mimic what's happening in industry, how quickly they're able and, and they nimbly move, if you will, um, like you talked about earlier about, you know, being able to quickly change. I, I even think in education, which typically moves very slowly, has moved right tremendously quickly over the last several months to be able to respond um, and launch a school year with 74,000 students in distance learning. And so um, really applaud kind of um, our educational system, but also the ability to mimic what's happening in industry. Because, um, you know, doctors have been seeing patients online for a long time, right? And so um, there are um, examples of this in industry all along. And so really being able to accelerate those conversations will be exciting. And um, we are just in terms of the future. Um, we've applied for a few more grants. And so um, hopefully we'll hear, um, we're supposed to actually hear about one tomorrow. So I'm excited to hear about that um, to really talk about really expanding those opportunities to our students um, outside of your traditional school day, if you will. Um, looking at some things that happen over traditional breaks, summer time, if you will, and summer camps. Um, so really looking to expand opportunities for students all in all of those areas. So very excited about some potential work coming up. That's, that's amazing. And I just wanted to thank you both for taking the time to, to meet with me and, mm -hmm. and to get a little bit of information out uh, to our listeners, how many ever there are right now. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, I wanted to thank you. And honestly, um, having both of you on has helped uh, me solidify other people because they see who you are. And now I have a couple of more lined up because they know that the, the big wigs yeah. 
have already said yes. So <laughs> I don't know about big wigs, but you know, actually, I got to tell you, it's it's great to be able to have like the, all of this perspectives in this room. Um, but it's also it's kind of nice to be able to have a partner, Kristen and I, be able, both be able to talk to it because mm-hmm. we're both coming at this with certainly a similar mindset, but we have a different perspective oftentimes too. So it's it's nice to be able to be in here together, providing thoughts and ideas. And if you need ideas about future podcasts like dual enrollment or college credits or career technical education, student clubs, happy to brainstorm and be a thought partner with all of that as well, Toby. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for including us. Yeah, the CTSOs are are a great idea. And like Toby, I was just thinking it would be a fascinating experience or a good podcast for you to bring in maybe a couple of either current or former students, the ones that did participate in some of your uh, job site stuff. Right. Um, and just have them talk about the experiences, what they learned, you know, why they wanted to do, what that meant to them. That would be that'd be a cool podcast. Yeah, definitely. And I, I know I'm I'm always writing things down whenever I hear somebody say something like that, or ha- ha- somebody has an idea of some sort. Because I mean, that, that's that's another reason I chose this topic because it, it could be it could be endless. There's a lot a lot to talk about. So again, I just wanted to thank you guys again uh, for joining and. And this will this will be up in about a week. So hopefully you guys can take a listen as well. And I just want to thank you guys again for being here. Awesome. Nope. Hey, thank thank you. you.